Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm I'm generally good. I'm 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 on the first day of my holiday, so so that's <gasps> nice. That's so exciting. <laughs> yes, but of course I developed a cold, as I so often uh, do. But um, it'll be fine. It'll uh, be gone by Christmas. I'm sure. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. And what about yes. you? How are you? I'm fine as well, and I have to tell you, Adrian has bought us the biggest Christmas. Christmas tree ever. Oh, really? In the his- yes. It, it's like, you know how little our living room is? Yeah. It's now mainly tree. Wow. <laughs> and I love it. I've... I mean, I love Christmas trees. I'm happy to sit in a corner and just stare <laughs> at my tree. How did he get it home? Well, the man in the shop helped him. Oh, and okay. then our downstairs neighbour helped him get it up the stairs. Wow. Wow. Do you have enough balls? And it's balls? just gigantic. Well, we haven't got them all down because he got it last night mm. and Coda was very scared of it because it was just this gigantic thing that arrived in the house. Mm. So I was just looking after Coda, but we're going to get the Christmas decorations down from the loft mm. and then go for it. I think the biggest problem will be that neither of us will be able to reach to the top. Top, yeah. Wow. So we you need and to it's send me a picture. I will. And you know we've got a bay window and we can't open the blinds. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's mad. Huh. It's really mad, but I, I love it. Yeah. It's just, it's mad in a brilliant way. Yeah. And it's, it's just too good. And I just love Christmas trees because the whole thing is mad, really. Yeah, that's true. So it's great. And, and I feel that also I can recreate the famous scene from the film Elf where he leaps onto the Christmas tree and then it, the whole thing collapses backwards. Should I wish to, you know, yeah, up the Christmas celebrations? Yes. Yeah. I, I'll wear a crash helmet. Okay, good, good. Yes. So that's my exciting news. Yeah. Good. And yes, I'll send you pictures of the stages of it being decorated. Okay, good. I look forward to that. <laughs> so, Mike. My Beatrice, yeah. are you well enough? Because mm-hmm. I had this thought, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, a while ago, I introduced you to my brilliant game, If I Was a Painting. Yes. Well, I now want to do that if I was a fashion photograph. Oh, wow. No, I, I'm certainly um, well enough to do that. That sounds great. If, if, yeah. if very difficult. Well, it is very difficult because obviously I have the advantage because I've been thinking about this. Mm. But well, there is I that. keep changing my mind continually. But Pardon? also, I um, I feel, you know, that I have my my favourites, and I don't think they're going to change. But I probably wouldn't want to go for them for this challenge. I think. Um, well, that's the thing, because it's it's like it's not. I just like that dress. Yeah. Or, this mm. looks gorgeous. It's you want to inhabit the realm yeah. created by the. So it is different, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So yes. you start to give me a bit All more right. time. Well, this one is a definite one because everything else keeps changing. But this mm. one, I just, I just want to live in this painting. Painting. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> photograph. Okay, so it's Nick Knight's yeah. photograph of Susie Bick for Yoji Yamamoto, 1988. Okay. And it's. Do you know the one I mean? She's, this is the one with the black um, coat and the the tool. It's actually. 
No, it's actually, it's like an aubergine coat and it's either black or navy blue dog skirt. And she's kind of, she's sitting on a, a chair and leaning. And then the background is kind of greeny, yellowy, black. And she's smoking, the smoke is going up. No, I don't know it. Um... I'm going to text it to you this second. Okay. So you have it in front of you. Okay. And... I want to say now I do not condone or like smoking in any Yeah, quite way. a few I, I'm i thinking of um, involved smoking. Mm. It's tricky. Mm. It's and, not a bad There was one, there's one I really like, which has quite a lot of fur in it as well. Oh, dear. Mm. But this one, the reason I want to be inside the photograph mm-hmm. is I love... Like, I love her pose. It's very, very studied and very elegant. And I love that it recalls, like, haute couture, sort of late 40s, 50s poses where the hands are very important and so delicate. I love that. And I love the way it's kind of in a studio, but Nick Knight has lit it so you feel like you're in a whole world. Mm. So it's like, is she in a cafe? Is she in a nightclub? Where is she? And this, this kind of, it's almost like a gathering storm, the lighting behind her. So it feels ambiguous and changeable, and I like that. Oh, I, I know, I've got it now, sorry, it took me a while. Um, oh, wow, yeah, I love that one, it's amazing. I, and just, like, the glossiness of her hair and the way you can almost feel it on your face, you know what I mean? Mm. The way it's sort of slipping down on her face. And the way the clothes, again look to haute couture but are very much of 1988 mm. and the way she's elongated at that diagonal it's just so beautiful and the smoke is beautiful but not the cigarette yeah but she's not in the act of smoking she's just holding no, it's it. a prop it's yeah. a prop yeah and just i love it because it makes me it's like very very 1988 and i love like i think there were some really amazing collections around that like late 80s time mm. And it looks almost a bit, even though it's Yamamoto, it looks a bit jilly. If you'd said to me, this is Romeo Jilly, I, would I wouldn't have blinked. Yes, you're right, it mm. does. Because that, that kind of longer coat, but very kind of feminine, the way it's cut is quite yeah. jilly, isn't it? It's very, very lovely. And then the way you can just see her, it looks like lace-up shoes or boots, yes. mm. I like as well. Mm. Yeah. It's very nice. And it's and interesting it just, because it's not... It's not a comfortable pose, or no, it doesn't look comfortable, and you don't know whether she's leaning on something with her right arm, or whether she yes. just has really superior stomach muscles and can just <laughs> stay in this pose. But it's still, yeah, I could still totally see how one would want to be her. Well, yes, it's just, and, and, and yes, being in that world, because it is, there's like that mid-century couture feel but also it feels very 1920s and Weimar somehow too that's true yeah there's something about that it's almost like those Otto Dix paintings of Berlin that again and I like that because it's so ambiguous I wonder why that is I I wonder almost whether the chair plays a role because it's like I never know how you say that tonne chair the ones with the round wood Yes. That's quite sort of 20s, and and of course her hair, I guess. Yes, mm. definitely. Mm. So it's, I like the way it's, it's very much of that moment, but it's not 
and it's somewhere but we're not sure where yeah and just that she we can't see her face properly so Mm. she's kind of in her own world within the world that's created yeah and just that color the color of the backdrop or the lighting or whatever it is at the back is just amazing i think yeah it works so so well with the purple yeah it's perfect because i i really remember that from when it came out and i can remember just staring at it Mm. continuously and going back to it and back to it and back to it Mm. and i just i think living within that realm of that photograph would be really amazing Mm. and even like the way the light shines on on the folds where the the skirt has has sort of crumpled up where she's moved her knee yeah are beautiful it's Mm. very it's kind of very painterly but also not yeah there's a lot of very dark and very light Mm. going on Mm. yeah no the lighting is just extraordinary it's so beautiful and you can really see the texture of the fabric Mm. you feel you can feel it Mm. and then the wispy smoke the sort of blue of the smoke going up again as i say it is like there's a storm gathering or something it it feels like you're out in in you know weather if you sort of tell me even though you're absolutely not it's quite um beautiful smoke I wonder how it's incredibly they did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if it's been, you know, manipulated in any way to be quite so yeah. gorgeous. Mm. But it's just, oh, I don't know. It's just because the one, the, the, the fashion photographs I like most are the ones that just almost give you chills because you feel them so intense. Yeah. Mm. And this one, like I can remember as a teenager just thinking, oh, my God. Yeah, and I just, really love the one with the um, tool. I just tied. I, that is amazing. Yeah, as I well. just had, took that out of the magazine and put it on my wall. Yeah, I just love that so much. Yeah, mm. so so beautiful. Mm. I mean, this whole kind of series, mm. and it was difficult because I also really loved the nickname um, of Devon Aoki in the um, McQueen. Oh yeah, mm. with, and I think it would be fun having flowers bursting out of your forehead. Yeah. Yeah. but I felt I feel more sober than that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe mm. once I've decorated the tree, yeah, you I'll definitely that. want flowers yeah. that sting out of my forehead. But this one, I just think, is just everything. And just, yes, I want to live inside it. Yeah. So that's my first one. Okay. Would you like to take over now? Yeah, I'll take Tell over now. Um, so I'll do them in chronological order. Then. Oh, that's very clever. Um, I have not done that. So it's it's a mine are, are very well known I think unless I may decide otherwise. So the, my first one um, you will know it. It's by St- I never know how to say his name Steichen. That's uh, what I'm going to yeah. go for, and um, it's a paka dress uh, and it's on Marion Morehouse. Oh my God, that's it's, amazing! Yeah, and it's for Vogue for October 1933, and beautiful. And I, I always, always liked it from when I first saw it in a book. And I, it's actually, it's just maybe a slightly odd that I'd like it so much because the the interior is, it's not fussy, but there's quite a lot going on. There's a, she stands on a dark carpet with sort of light sort of squares on them. And then there's a patterned settee behind her that fills the whole space. And then there's something going on on the wall. Um, I don't know whether they projected something, probably not, but it's some sort of pattern. So there's, there's actually quite a lot going on. But 
in some ways I'd never noticed that before until I looked at it now because she's so shiny and she's so bright in front of it, her face and uh, her legs and her decolletage that I'd actually in some ways never never looked at the interior before. And I think what I like about it is just she looks so modern. Yes. And so confident. And she smiles and she doesn't look at the viewer. She sort of looks outside of the picture at something else. And shes it's almost like she's laughing a bit about something that's going on. She's smiling about something that she's seeing. And her pose is really confident. And... Um, I don't know. I think that's what it is that I really like like about it. And it's you know it's so it's like eighty years, ninety years old. And it, I don't know the the dress of course and the shoes are are from the time. But otherwise her pose and maybe the pose too. But it, I think it's her face and how confident she looks. That that's what I like. Yes, and and I think I think you're right about the set because there's a there's a whole series by Steichen where it's sort of over a number of years where. It's quite a fussy set, mm. and it's interesting because it's almost like the set and the furniture haven't caught up with the fashion, and obviously yes. they have out in the real world. Well, maybe time, it has. there's plenty of, but not necessarily in people's homes, because they may not have redone their whole house. Exactly. And perhaps it was fashionable to have fussy interiors then, anyway. That's a really good point because I remember when I was um, looking at vile bodies with the students, I wanted to go somewhere in London where it's mm. from that period. Oh, and, you know, gosh, is there anywhere? Well, we, we, a few years we went to Re, to Reba, um, oh, but, you know, and then, yeah, there's sort of several uh, hotel bars. <laughs> They're mm-hmm. either still, like, from the period or the re, redone in the style, but I never never went there. But I do think that, in particularly in the 20s, not everyone was had their sort of new modern furniture. I think people well, wore... Well, no, probably very, very few do. Yeah, and they probably wore their really fancy new gowns. Oh, not fancy, but they're really modern, streamlined new gowns in very, you know, Edwardian surroundings. Mm. Um, I mean, her gown is not, I wouldn't call it streamlined. It's sort of, there's quite a lot going on in the gown as well. Mm. But I, yeah, I think it is more, I'd like to feel like her, maybe. Because she's yes. just so confident. I know, exact. that's exactly the thing for this mm. game. Is mm. to feel like it feels in that, yeah. and I think I think that period. I just I've been looking, as you know, a lot at sort of twenties and early thirties, yeah. and there's just like that anticipation in that period because it it just like I can never kind of get my head around how amazing it must have felt yes. to dress like that, have makeup, have your hair like that when your mother and your aunties and everyone, all the just one or two generations above you were completely corseted yeah. and had to, you know, wear clothes that encouraged you to stand still. Even though women moved about, we know and laughed and had a life. I think there's something really extra exciting, like a charge to that period. Yeah. And also her dress, it's got this sequined skirt that mm. goes to only above the knee and then underneath yeah. it's just sort of chiffon gauze or ganza or something. So it's in effect, it is actually really also quite quite short and she does show quite a bit of her body, which yeah must have been so, so different from before. Yeah, no, it's really, 
extraordinary and like you say she looks happy she looks she it's like she's got an inner life going on yeah it looks a bit like she's i'm now making things up totally but that's all right you can do that looks a bit like she's you know she's she's about to go out and she's just said oh just take a picture of me um i've you know I i feel really good just take a picture and then we go out yeah, no, exactly. There's like a beautiful casualness to it, even mm. though it's obviously a complete setup. But like oh, in your, really like in your photo, the hands are really important as well, even though it's they're true. almost bleached out. At least in the one I look at, which is not probably a good copy, but um, but the way, yeah, they're held. Okay, so yes, that was I my love... offer offering. Okay. Mm. Okay. So my next one. Yeah. I I am not doing chronological. Okay. I did not. I'm not that advanced that I've. I think that's to maybe not that. advanced. That's maybe just museum. <laughs> museum person. Okay. Well, this is again a very no, well known one, but I just uh, yes, it's Helmut Newton's photograph of the smoking from 1975. Oh yeah. Oh, where yeah. the model's standing in yeah. this. That's a good street. one. Yeah. And I just like the feel of it is just so amazing oh my god she's got a cigarette as well yeah well again, not she would have had to yeah yeah but again i love i don't know like you were saying with it seems like she's just going out i love the feeling because it almost like the end of a night and yeah. she's just she's thinking about standing what outside happened. alone and it's like a very much a moment of her reflecting yeah. things yeah like it seems very charged and cinematic as though we're just seeing one film still out of a two-hour film and this Mm. is just this quiet moment on the street and I love that kind of sense of her complete containment within herself that she doesn't need anyone else that she's Mm. you know that the street it's not a sort of glamorous street it's kind of rain you know spattered and just these kind of it's obviously Paris, or it's probably you're going to say to me it's not Paris, hmm. but I think it is Paris. I think it is Paris. And there's just something very romantic about it, but I also love that she's wearing this incredible tailored suit, that it's very masculine and the soft blouse with it, and you can almost feel the silk. So I love the way that the wearer would feel the silk, the slippery silk blouse, maybe more than the suit, but the the viewer sees the suit yeah. first. And just the slick of her hair and just she looks a bit melancholy and I just love it. And I think being inside this picture, it would just be like this kind of, I don't know, this like ultimate Parisian Yves yeah moment. Yeah, what I like is, like you already said, this um, masculine and feminine, mm. you know, the, the pussy... Well, pussy bow blouse, but then at her wrist you see a bit of the blouse, which is like what yes. some men have. A bit of, they have a bit of their shirt yeah. sort of coming out of their jacket. And um, I also love that you can't see her shoes. I love that. Mm. The, the flared trousers are just perfect. And the mm. fact that, yes, that they go right down, which makes them quite difficult to walk in, I should think. Or not difficult, but like you have to be aware. Yeah, but I guess that makes her even more still in a way. Yes. Yeah, she's... No, I mean, it's so incredibly still. Mm. It's as though, like, it's as though the whole city is in silence. Mm. 
And I like the little twist of like a handkerchief or something yes. in her pocket. Mm. It's really beautiful. Again, yeah. nice hand action, nice yes. hands. Yeah, nice hands. The hands are really nice. And again, the lighting is really lovely that she really highlighted and then it blurs out. And I love the light on the, the sort of puddles. Hmm behind her and again it's very Weimar because it also makes me think about how much Newton being trained by Eva Mm. in Berlin and that kind of feminine sensibility because I know he you know the kind of feeling with him is is very much objectifying women and I don't think it is just that with him Mm. like I think some of them are some of his photographs are more like that but I think Mm. there's always a sense of the woman's and the model the model as an individual and the model as a strong woman and kind of having power over her own sexuality mm. I like it very much and yeah. I just I just want that outfit very badly <laughs> yes. as well yes mm. <laughs> to, to just I'll go and stand you know I'll go and stand in my street I don't know if it'll have quite the effect in bricks <laughs> yeah. I wonder whether anyone recreated it uh-huh. <laughs> they did yeah. there are some funny recreations really? I googled it oh yeah. I must have a look at I that I didn't see yeah. any in Brixton so I think uh-huh. I might start yeah. she should be the first one in Brixton yeah. standing in the street in my Saint Laurent uh-huh. you know for like two seconds yeah, and then having to run in, mm. it would entertain my neighbours. Yeah, um, but yeah, I want to live in this because it. As I say, I just love that it looks like a film still, mm. and there's a whole story and a whole night going on. Yeah, around her because mm. I don't like. There's ones with a a naked model as well with her. Oh yes, mm. and I don't think they're as powerful. Like they're interesting and they're of the time and mm. they're, they're interesting in terms of like eroticism and sexuality but I don't think they're too kind of obvious whereas this one is almost saying all those things without showing yeah. you which I, oh it's like your your brilliant thing about films that tell you and films that show you yeah good point yeah mm. yes so oh. so I like this one yeah. very much so what's your second one my second one, you will find odd, I think, as a choice for me. Good. But I know it's quite, a, you know, it's super well known and it's a bit of a cliche, but I do quite like the beaten one of the, um, oh, what's his name now? The, with the big dresses, the models. Um, is it a beaten one? Oh, yes. Yeah. That's not my choice, though. So I did, Oh, okay, you're just telling me. Yeah, I'm just one. telling you I like this one. and then I thought, Okay, I also like that. Very good. I, I just thought I want something sort of similar. And um, mm. there is one by Gordon Parks, and it's from 1951, and he did it for Life magazine, although I can't find it at the moment in the actual Life magazines. Apparently it was called... Well, in on, on I've only seen it online. It's called Fast Showstoppers, so it's... Um, four models in dresses mm. by Jacques Fast. So if you you put in Parks and Fast Showstoppers, it should come up. And okay. the um, the dresses are not like James. You know, they are much more. There's quite a lot going on, but they're these sort of archetypal fifty Cinderella type dresses that I would. Oh, I got it. Yes, yeah. it's beautiful. I love that one. Yeah, that I would have loved when I when I was a teenager and I still would like to try once and see what it's like to wear but I think what I what I like is it almost seems to be like they're having a moment in between shots 
Yes. It's yes, just really exactly. does look like they actually are having a chat about something. Mm. And that's what I like about it, that they, they are in these, I guess they could be like in a powder room or, or somewhere. It could be that kind of scene, but they're so obviously not. They're obviously in a studio. That's very, very clear. Um, yes from the backdrop which looks like a studio studio sort of backdrop but it is a bit the interaction could be i guess like in a powder room or it could just be at a shoot and they're just having a moment in between in between yes. shots and i like the sort of difference between these <laughs> massive dresses with a lot of decoration particularly about around the decolletage um and all this diaphanous stuff and there is this contrast between that and the very the background looks like it's some sort of coarse material or you know that there's sort of that contrast but also the contrast of them not dancing or posing or but just having a sort of bit of a chat um so they're still posed they're still you know have very refined poses but it to me it almost feels like they would that's just how they move anyway. Yeah, I agree. Um, and yeah, I like that you can see the mat on the floor. Yeah. That again, it's very sort of rough. Yeah. Because it's almost as though Jacques Vata sort of said, you've got these dresses for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And they said, okay, just improvise and do this, even though, as you say, it is very studied. But I like the way the one at the back on the right. Yeah. I like the way she looks like she's just kind of stretching yeah, that's she's true. She's sort of a bit tired, or yeah, she's and and the, then the one in the middle is just kind of rearranging her shawl and looking at her yeah, shawl. yeah. There's something very, as you say, it's that that sort of sense of being in the most extravagant form of dress, but then just casually interrupt interacting yeah. with people around you. Yeah, and I would just quite like to hear what they're talking about. Yes, that would also be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're saying my bodice is bigger than your bodice. Yeah, oh, my <laughs> my stars in my hair are much cozier than the stars in your I hair. I am more like Empress Eugenie than <laughs> yeah. you are. Yeah, because <laughs> uh. it's very Winterhalter. Yes, that's true. Mm. Mm. Yeah, and it's very, and it's just the kind of, it's like the foolish excess of it, but there's something. I don't know, not, heroic probably isn't the right word, but there's something I really love about that, that, yeah. that it is just something so fleeting, but it's so beautiful and so much time is taken into yeah. to, to create them. And I guess it's also just putting it all together. They all wear long gloves. Yes. Um, some of them wear jewelry. Well, they all have earrings, I think. Some have a necklace. Yes. Some have hair ornaments. They're obviously heavily... Um, but beautifully made up and it's just I think I guess the other thing I like it's it's so on the other end of the scale from my life and my clothes and um, I think that's maybe the other thing I really like about it yeah there's a sense of kind of escaping into it yeah and the dresses are just extraordinary. Yeah, the they more are. You look at them the more you see there's just layer upon layer upon yeah. layer yeah I'd love to see them in colour I'd love, Gosh, I'd yes. love to know that the colours. That would completely alter it. Though, yeah, it? That it would, would. I think it's it's like it's almost like there's so much going on that if it was also the different colours of the different fabrics and everything, it would be too much. It would be. Together. And it it'd be nice. It'd be interesting to know whether they actually clashed. Um, well, yeah, because they might. That's yeah. the thing. Yeah. They may well. Yeah. 
And it would be so busy if you had them all together. Yeah. Because mm. it's not like the um, Cecil Beaton where no, they're, they're all much pastely, more just plain. Yes, mm. exactly. And they're plain silks. Satin, yeah. There's so much going on. And it really looks like the two on the right, that there's layered tulle or something in different colours because you yes. can see the shades of different colours, yeah. can't you? And the one in the middle, it's just such an odd idea to, to add these bits of pleated fabric. Yeah. Because sure the it, skirt is that, needed that. Um, <laughs> is that the back of the skirt or is that something over the top? No, of the I think the it's the back of the skirt, I think. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That might be too much in Yeah, colour. maybe. I think hmm. you'd need to live in black and white to yeah. cope. Yes, that's true. But yes, it's very, it's very much like that Winterhalter Empress Eugenie mm. of with her ladies. Or yes, aren't they inexplicably in a forest or something? Yes, I think they are in a forest. Yeah. Yeah. Also fun. Yeah, also fun. Yeah. So, what's your next one? Okay. Well, this one I keep changing my mind. It's my finale one. Okay. So I keep going back and forth and back and forth between a Louise Dalwolf, but I think I'm actually going to settle with the Martin Moncaji of Lucille Brockar running along the oh, beach. Mm, yeah, that's a really because, good one. Oh, Coda's just come to join me for number okay. three. Hello. Yeah, for the finale. For the finale, we have Coda in the house. Um, I just, like, just everything about mm. this I love. And I love how she's smiling and she's running. I love the sea. I love that you can kind of feel the pleasure that there is of just running along a beach with the wind in your hair and you're free and how it symbolizes all those things for women. Obviously, it's rather a terrible time of what then happens and what has mm. happened. But it's just like this sort of utopian modern woman and that it, it's encapsulated in this one shot and i love how you know she looks muscular she looks yes. strong i love the way her cape is is flowing out behind her i love her, beach her shoes i know it's just her big shoes are amazing mm. and i just think it's like the opposite of the other ones we've been talking about which are very kind of delicately posed. And they were all inside, weren't they, so far? Yes. Mm. Oh, no, because the street. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, smoking was outside, but yeah. just, it's just, and it's like you can feel, I don't know, I just feel it very intensely, this photograph, that you can feel the kind of sh shock almost of doing that in a fashion photograph mm. and of being in the moment and being on a beach and it also connects to like your own memories of being on beaches and mm. holidays and loveliness and, and she looks quite tanned so yes. i don't know whether it is that because it doesn't look that sunny somehow but i still feel the sun yes mm. yeah and like the way the ocean just kind of drifts and blurs out mm. behind her there's this sense of real potential I think mm. and yeah I just and I love all the kind of stories about it as well I but, don't know the yeah, stories I, about it well it's meant to be that Munkaji um was Hungarian and that he wasn't very his English wasn't very good at this time supposedly and so it took quite a long time to get the model to understand that he wanted her to run along the beach because mm. that was such a thing models did not do yeah. that she couldn't 
understand and even if that's not true i yeah. love the idea of that the idea that such a simple action as running would be completely incomprehensible mm. because if you're a model you stand and you pose and you yeah. adopt pose and i love that idea that it's like it's it's her personal freedom as well of like suddenly her whole job changes because she can yes, run along true. The mm. and not mm. just be static and it it's just like this release and yeah I just because he was a sports photographer mm. and I love the way it kind of links to that that sort of sense if you're a sports photographer that you have to capture the moment yeah. that shows the perfect movement or the triumph or whatever it is of of a sporting thing and I love the way that is translated and it becomes kind of casual and the idea that fashion photography can be casual yes mm. and I'd rather like her outfit I yes. like her outfit cape. very much cape is good capes I mean a cape is always good but on the beach it's yeah it's you're really very being special yeah very very good mm. and just just everything I just love everything and mm. I want to live in it mm. and yeah, I want to be too. on the beach in my cape yeah. and not in my flat with it pouring with rain well yeah but you have the tree I have the tree and I have my dog yeah exactly so what's your third one well my third one won't surprise you it's from a oh, sorry I'm just moving the magazine it's from the 100th edition of The Face from 1988. Oh, fabulous. And um, it's very well known, uh, even though I can't find out much about this photographer. It's by photographer's Anthony Gordon, mm. and it's called Alex Works, careering through the 80s. And the model is Alex Arts. Um, I think she must have been a model just for a short time, just for that period. It is like a series of film stills. It's followed another story called Alex Eats. And, oh, um, yes. So it's like she's out and about in her freelance patent leather boots and she checks her complexion weirdly in the hubcap of a taxi um, wheel. And she does all sorts of things. She speaks to some builders. She um, goes to Heathrow and walks around with a model plane. But the one I really like, which is just also on a different version, is on the cover, is her in front of a newsstand. And the entire um, magazines on the newsstands have been replaced by face magazines. Um, oh, wow. And so she's in front of it also looking at a face magazine. So she stands up and she looks down t onto this magazine and... I think what I really like, maybe I'm wrong, but I think part of it, I remember seeing it and I still have the magazine. What, who's the photographer again? He's called Anthony Gordon. It. If you put in Anthony Gordon and Alex works, I think particularly the one that I, I like most probably will come up. She's wearing a red armor jacket by Vivian Westwood and she's wearing leggings. Okay, mm, not so sure about that. But I, I think that that's sort of interesting to me as well. It's her, she, she wears a red leather jacket underneath the Westwood jacket, which is from Whistles, so, which you know was a really great shop and they didn't just sell oh. their own stuff. And so it's sort of partly also of the time and her rings are by Next. You know, which is oh also, you goodness. know. I remember when Next I know. had a jewellery store that had really nice things. Exactly. So, but I think at the time... I think what I liked is just it's like documentary 
photography and um, maybe that one is actually the one I'm just talking about actually it's a bit more staged than, than some of the well they're all staged um, but because she's on her own it's maybe a bit more posed I don't know I, I think at the time I also really liked that she had short hair okay she wears really expensive clothes but she's she's sort of a bit maybe not so model like I don't know and it just looks it does look a bit like a snapshot which is what I I really like and also she's quite absorbed in, yeah, in reading have I've, you found I've finally it? got it up yeah. and yes mm. I like the the way she's really absorbed in what she's doing mm. so, and it's such a nice silhouette yeah so I I don't know I think I just I think I like about it also it's obviously well it might not be London but it probably is and yeah that it's outside again I guess maybe I particularly like it now because it's it shows, a, even though it doesn't show much of London, it shows a London at a time that I remember but isn't there anymore. Yeah. In terms of the, you know, the clothes that were popular, like freelance. I don't know whether they exist still. Vivian Westwood obviously does. But yeah, that's part of it, I guess, for me. And the way it's like it's high fashion, or some of it is high fashion, but it's also very much street style. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um. No, I think it's really fantastic and it's a really, I think it's very you. I can imagine you living in this mm. photograph. Mm. And I like, I love all the covers as well because I remember so many of them. Yeah. And that it's like, it's very meta and it's very in the world of the face. And also that, that this was a time when you would go up to newsstands and be excited to see the new copy yeah. of the face or whatever. You wouldn't have already seen it on Instagram. That's the only true. way to see it was to go to a newsagent or a newsstand. And, and I really used to love the, those newsstands and newsagents that there was that excitement of you didn't know what you'd see. Yeah. And, and like I, I always knew the exact days that different magazines came out. Yeah, and this magazine, which... I must have bought at the time. I wasn't here yet. So, oh. you know, the face and idea is one of the main reasons I actually wanted to come to London in the first place. Oh, wow. Um, so, you know, f for me, I think I had to go to the station in the place that I was studying. Actually, in 88, I'm not quite sure where I was. But, um, you know, it wasn't that easy to get them yeah. in, in Germany in certain places. Like in my hometown, you probably wouldn't have been able to get the face. And the the biggest news agents were always in the stations, so that's maybe where you maybe would have been in yes. luck. Yes, but that's the point. I think it the the stand also reminds me. I I think it's still there. There was always this new stand opposite Liberties. Oh, that yeah, it yeah. is still there. It's really good. Where yes. you can get you always used to be able to get magazines that you maybe not you know like if you wanted if you desperately felt you wanted to read Vogue Italia one month. Yes. You wouldn't you would be able to get it there but not in many mm. not in many other places. So I guess yes, it's in some true. ways it's a bit of nostalgia I guess why I've chosen chosen this one. But that's good. Yeah, that's okay I guess nostalgia. That's sometimes. okay. And I think that I think I like the contrast between the tight leather jacket and then the, yes. the very soft suede one. Yes, on I hadn't actually I sort of looked at it you know, quite a lot before, but I hadn't properly taken in that it's actually two garments because the reds mm. match so perfectly. And it's and it's literally city armor. Yes, very much so. Double, double city double. armor. Yeah. 
That's a good choice. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. That's very good. Yes, well, I think those are all good choices. I'm proud of us. Yeah, I'm very proud of us. And I think it also leaves us quite a few things as well to do this again if we wanted to. Oh, I think, well, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking we, we should also do fashion illustration. Oh, yeah. We can yeah. do documentary photographs. That's true. Films. That's true. Okay. I know. That's something to look forward to for next I year. I know, for next year. Yeah. Because we won't speak in the next couple of weeks because it's Christmas and my birthday. Yes. The two equally important events. Yeah. Um, but I will see you. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Yes. So I'll look forward to seeing you very soon. Yes, and then we speak and again properly in the new year. Oh, yeah, in the new year, in 2020. Okay. All right, then. Bye-bye, well, bitch. Have a lovely Christmas. And you too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.